Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. I am super excited, firstly, for you to be joining us today, but then also for our guest to be joining us today as well. I am uh, joined by Marusha Murphy, and Marusha is an award-winning community experience designer, a strategist, entrepreneur, author, and catalyst for change who has been transforming communities in person and online since two thousand. I'm going to give the intro first and then we're going to dive in. So I'll introduce Marusha in just a moment. But I want to give you this background because it's this is the reason why you're going to be staying and listen to this episode. So take a listen to this. She leads national and international initiatives with a deep understanding of the dynamics of how people connect and share information. Marusha is further changing the game, working with travel, business, personal development, parenting, coaching industries, and shifting how communities can be designed from the inside out to transform their industries from the core. Marusha specializes in bringing people together to create profitable uh, entrepre- uh, enterprises uh, that do good in the world, in the, ah, excuse me, start that again. Marusha specializes in bringing together um, to create profitable enterprises that do good in the world while empowering all individuals to live their fullest lives. Her work has been featured in Forbes, Reader's Digest, Fox News, this is a long list by the way, The Huffington Post, NBC, and the Austin American Statesman, as well as being featured as one of the top 10 women-owned brands to be on the lookout for at the United Nations on Women's Entrepreneur Day in 2019. Wow, Um, what an introduction. I can honestly say that is one of the, the most impressive introductions that we've had but that doesn't surprise me because it's one of the most impressive guests that we've had on the show as well oh hello 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 jake i um i think i lost you for just a quick second but i'm back and it is good to see you again um and nice to be here i am so glad to be here with you today awesome thank you so much i'm delighted that you are with us uh really really excited about getting started and diving in when we when we prepared for this the the show we were chatting just before you mentioned a phrase um heartbeats you have to remind me it's heartbeats and what was humanity. the phrase humanity humanity yes yeah. what is that tell me heartbeats and humanity talk to me about you know, that sure i'd love to share that about i'd love to share about that with you um and with our audience today you know here's the thing 
when we go into this world of building community, especially that, I mean, right now, how many of us have felt like that's like the buzz term of the century? <laughs> like definitely has been the buzz term uh, for, yeah, it's been the buzz term for, for at least the last couple of years. It's something I've been doing for 22 years um, in person and, um, and, and online. I've created over a hundred community online uh, that have generated over six and seven figures of additional revenue for businesses. But what I found is that we often forget when we go into like buzzword mode, how many of us go into like, oh my gosh, I need to know how to do that. We go into the how before we know we go into the who. And in the world of community, if we go into the how before we look at the who, like who do we serve? Who are we first and foremost as leaders? And who do we serve? We're missing the point, right? Community is about the people. Community is about each other. Community is about understanding those heartbeats in the room, understanding that that person is more than a number. The person is has a curiosity about something. They have loves. They have desires. They have things that they hate. They have things that they're really, that are keeping them up at night. And when we remember that we are all human first, then what if we can go into community and into the spaces with our businesses from that more human experience? That's what this is about, right? And I think that's really, for me, what I found over and over again is that as I inspire and empower leaders to lean in to the heartbeats in the room, to lean in, to recognize and reminding us that while we all have different political beliefs, we come from different religious backgrounds, different life experiences, different cultural experiences. We are all the same when it comes to what we feel and what we yearn for in life. And if we can come to that common ground, what can be possible in these communities that we get to design as part of our businesses? That's what I'm in the business of. In the business, I'm in the business of bringing humanity back to the human species before it's too late because technology today can either, we're at this incredible cross point right now where either technology can take us away from getting to know one another or actually build us into um, connection and relationship and opportunity to really raise one another up in a really beautiful and powerful way. And from a business perspective, it is still possible to do all of those things and generate revenue. In fact, it's actually easier to generate revenue from a place of authentic connection than it is from crum- coming from this space of tactics and like all the hows first. So that's what I'm about, Jake, you know, is like, let's lean into that. It feels sometimes a little bit like you have to add that, that ingredient of brave into the conversation oftentimes, but it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it every single time. And that's what I'm here for. Marisha, thank you so much for that. That uh, I, I love that explanation um, and such a detailed understanding, really, of, 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 of what you do and, and kind of how you want to have an impact in the world. First thing I'd say, if I may, is just listening to you and, and kind of listening to your voice, how uh, it, you just feel it's a very calming effect that you've got. Uh, I absolutely love wow. it. Just listening to you um, and talking, it's always very calming. And in my mind, w- majority of people, when they speak in such a calm kind of uh, clear manner it's because they're really really comfortable in what they do and they feel like they really um they just really believe in what they do which i, I know that you do how, yes. how did you how did you uncover this how did you discover that this was your superpower and how you wanted to to show up in the world oh my gosh that's a great question jake um you know 
for me, I grew up in a home that was with a lot of people all the time. <laughs> my mom is one of 11. My, my, my 11, 11, correct. Wow. And, wow. and from them, there are 39 of us cousins, first cousins. We're <laughs> most of us. Live there. Yeah. And, and we grew up in the Philippines. Um, and then most of us moved to Florida or California in the United States. And so what's happened because of that is that we're very, we're, you know, we're, we call us ourselves the big fat Filipino Puerto Rican family. Like we're, we're <laughs> mixed, mixed um, culturally. And, and actually you can also add Jamaican and Chinese because that's a big wow. part of our heritage too. But um, growing up in a home like that, I was always surrounded by people, whether I liked it or not. And then I got to, I went to college and I realized the world doesn't necessarily work necessarily, you know, in the way in which I grew up and the way in which I grew up was very much a space of my grandmother would open up her home. It was a space of love, arms wide open all the time to whomever. Many of our friends ended up becoming, you know, uh, pseudo grandchildren to my grandmother (laughs) and my grandfather because, because of the amount of love that my home had. And, um, and so when I went off to college, um, to the university, I, I realized, my goodness, this is not the way the world works. And what would it look like if I were to create programs and, and, um, you know, opportunities for students to feel like they can belong here? Because as someone who's multiracial in the United States, I never felt like I was home anywhere. So it really all stemmed from my own sense of feeling like I never belonged. And I started to create these experiences that were very much emulating my home. Um, and yeah. next thing I know, they would they would thrive. <laughs> and, and and then another opportunity would show up and I would help create that and that would thrive. And then, you know, I just kept doing that over and over again. But, you know, to be honest, Jake, I didn't realize, and that was okay. So I went to college in 1998. So it's been a minute. <laughs> I just had my 20th, 20th, uh, you know, anniversary or 20th, you know, uh, college oh, really? just, yeah. just this past weekend. Yes. So that, that makes me feel very old to even say that. And, and, um, you know, I realized this has been just a part of me, just like breathing is, is, is something we do. It's just how I've been, but I didn't honestly embrace that until about three years ago. So while I've, I've, I've been building a business that literally has been doing this over and over again, I never actually fully claimed it until the pandemic. And when the pandemic right. hit, I started to see the importance of, of building community more than ever. I think it was almost like I was taking, I, I took advantage. I didn't even see the power of what I was doing before. And now more than ever, we as a world are realizing how important it is to be in connection with one another. And how do we do that in a way that um, can happen in the comfort of our own living rooms per se, uh, or while and or while we're in person, how do we show up human, human to human, and uh, again, um, and not necessarily get you know get so um, um, consumed by our phones and by our computers, and uh, you know, and kind of find ourselves stuck there. It is. It is. It has become more than ever so clear to me how important it is to see companies really recognize that we're not, we all are just not numbers anymore. We're way more than that. We're all human. And there, we have the opportunity as business owners and as leaders to create companies 
that are aligned with our values, that are aligned with our impact, and that are aligned with um, the, well, the impact we want to make in the world, but then, and then also the revenue that we're here to create so that we can create more jobs, so we can create more opportunities um, for more people to be served in the thing that we, we offer the world. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. you, you, you I, it's almost impossible at the, at the moment to have a conversation with, with many people that come on the show uh, about without talking about the pandemic. And mm. um, it, for me, uh, it, certainly from my perspective, one of the major things that, was, that, that felt like it was lacking for me personally was that sense of community, having been part of multiple things, personal life, but then also business seem to radically change. But I still consider myself very fortunate in the people I had around me. Not everybody, of course, had that through the pandemic. But with regards the sense of community itself there, and I've got no doubt that that many, many people have been drawn to what you were what you were doing and still, of course, still are. What what makes an effective community, online or offline? What how does what are some of the key ingredients that really allow people to excel? And, and nurture um, a, a fantastic community? Yeah, it's a great question. Great question. Whether we're building community online or offline or, you know, face-to-face or in a hybrid fashion, a little bit of face-to-face and online, you want to have what I call the sacred four. And, and I want us to, as I share what these sacred four are, I would love for us to all imagine a community that we've been a part of, whether it was a personal community that we chose to be a part of and we felt fully ourselves able to be who we are, you know, share good laughs, um, allow for tears to take place if that was needed, you know, or whatever, wherever we felt really aligned in. I want us to invite ourselves to think about that because the sacred four are the, the four core ingredients that allow for that kind of a container to take place. So here's what they are. The first ingredient in the sacred four is to feel safe. When I, when somebody in the community feels safe, they want to be around that. There's not enough safe places in the world, unfortunately. Right. So we can't always guarantee full safety, but we can create safer spaces. We can, we can create spaces with the aim that when people come into our space, that they know that they can be who they are and they don't have to pretend they don't have to puff up their their chest. They don't have to be anyone but themselves. And that is okay to be themselves. That is the core number one, number one uh, ingredient. The second one is to feel seen, S-E-E-N, seen. And we want to, if you think about it again, from our own experiences, you know, part of my experiences that I go to, I, I'm remembering feeling called out by my name, right? Um, being understood by my name. Now, for those of us who have names like Marusha and, and names that are hard, hard to pronounce um, when you see them, it actually is just the naming, just inviting people and connecting pe- to people by name makes a massive difference because now we're being seen for the person that we are, not just a number in the, in the crowd, right? And so that's one, one aspect of it. Another way of looking at being seen could be um, acknowledgement, acknowledgement of what somebody has done in the community to make the community a better experience. Um, acknowledging when someone asks a question and maybe connecting them to somebody else in the community that might be able to have an answer to that question, right? So those are some different ideas on how to feel seen. 
The next uh, ingredient is to feel heard, to feel heard. And feeling heard is to me so important. How many times have we been in a community and we've wanted to ask a question, you have your hand raised <laughs> and no one, and you keep getting passed over, right? It feels so, it, it creates a sense of like lack of safety, lack of uh, connection to the community. But when there is a space where you can come with your questions, with your feedback, with an idea, then people feel, then that's when I know I feel that I can be a part of something because my, my voice is valued. And so when we design communities from that place of valuing other people's voices, my goodness, that's when communities start to really take off because now the community has ownership of, of um, the, the people in the community have ownership of whatever it is that we're creating, right? Even if, even if it's to give negative feedback or constructive feedback, they're giving feedback in because they care. And then the final piece, the final of the sacred four is to feel honored and respected honored and respected and feeling honored and respected to me looks like um, being able to allow the people in their community in, in your community to be all of who they are. Um, it's a little bit different than safety in the sense that safety is about making sure the space is, is set for, for safety. So for example, in the safety conversation, it's looking at things like um, what's said here stays here if it's a closed community um, or, hey, this is a like one of the communities I'm, I'm thinking of right now. Um, it's this, this network that I created. Uh, it was called the Austin Moms Network in Austin, Texas, and it was 17,000 women large. Well, we wanted it to be the village. It, it, we said it takes a village to raise a mom. <laughs> yeah. And so we wanted it to be a space where moms felt safe to bring their biggest questions and so if people were, would screenshot those questions and share them outside of the group, well, then that, that broke the safety. Whereas being honored and respected was re is really about, hey, this is who I am, quirks and all, my, weird, my weirdness, my, you know, my, um, my, uh, the diversity that I am, right? Is this invited into the conversation? Is this invited into the space? And so- when we can create spaciousness in our businesses where there is room for that diversity and it can be respected and honored, that again is, is what makes a community really start to thrive because people bring in new ideas, new perspectives, new ways of doing something that would only potentially amplify what it is being what's being designed in the, in the business. And so when we bring those four ingredients in, we have the perfect foundation for designing a community from that place of heartbeats and humanity first with profits to follow. I love that. I love that. Thank <laughs> you so much. So four key areas really to, for people to, well, not well, people who are listening to, to kind of grasp, but then also, as you say, the, the fundamental things for a successful community. And that clearly transcends whether it's online, offline, uh, in person, distance, wh whatever that may be. Um, yes. And some, some, as you say, kind of some sacred elements uh, to an effective community. Yes. For, 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 for people that are kind of listening at the moment then, and they will no doubt be thinking of communities, maybe small, such as even their family, even if there's only two or three people in the family through to larger communities as well. Mm -hmm. What's the, 
who could, could, as, as human beings we I, I think it's one of our natural things that we like to be part of a community and feel part of a community how does that work for business and business owners and i mean that in the sense of what are the true benefits in uh somebody who's listening today say as a as an entrepreneur as a business owner somebody that really wants to have lasting impact um mm. in the world what are the true benefits for somebody who is, is even considering either launching a community or maybe better structuring or having improved uh, structure around their existing community? Sure. Great question. Well, there's really two pieces that I call one that I, that I'm um, that my community, my own community knows very well that I, I talk about quite a bit and that is the return on community. So return on community, you know, we always think of, okay, well, what's my ROI? If I do this strategy, yeah. what is the ROI? Right. And, and I get that. I think it's a very fair question. We're in the business. We're in the business of business after all. Um, and so that being said, I want to look at two aspects of the return on investment. Um, one being the return on community specifically, and the other one being the return on impact. So return on community looks like uh, having your people, your community come in and give you market research for new product design in a very free fashion. Okay. <laughs> so cutting costs massively um, on, you know, on doing market research um, yeah. because your community is there to tell you what they want. They can't wait to tell you what they want from you. Um, they're going to be very happy to give you feedback and to give you also ideas on how to improve product or products that aren't yet designed that could be designed by you simply because they already trust you and they want you to be the one to bring that to the market. Right. So there, that's like a, that's a given number two, you have a long lasting relationship with the people yeah. that you're now activating, whether they're yeah. clients or their prospects, you have an opportunity to build more sales experiences simply because you're in connection and communication with them on a much more, a much deeper level than you would uh, in, in more of like what I would call like flyby, you know, engagements, i.e. speaking. I love podcasting. I love speaking for sure. Those are my, those are the ways in which I grow my business. Right. But that's only, that's typically a one-time engagement with the person listening or watching the, that speaking opportunity. Now, what if you can actually design it so that you're constantly connecting with them on a regular basis, right? And they're, they're part of an experience, uh, i.e. like a container of some sort, whether it's a Facebook group, a uh, Mighty Networks community, some, uh, something on Discord or Patreon, right? The platform, I'm, I'm platform agnostic. I, I'm open to many different platforms in designing yeah. community. The ultimate goal there, though, is inviting them into a, a space to continue the conversation beyond beyond the walls of that one-time front-facing experience that they get to get to meet you. So, you know, definitely those are some powerful returns on community um, and returns on investment because it is that long-term. And then your community is our, your number one uh, evangelist you know, if they're the, your evangelists. They're the ones promoting uh, your products, your services to other people that are going to need your products and services. And how powerful is that when we're designing our companies in such a way that our people are can't wait to tell other people mm -hmm. about yeah. uh, about you? So it's really lowering our costs, also our marketing acquisition costs long term um, as well. So we want to pay attention to that. The other piece to it is that return on impact. 
my goodness. I love, this is actually one of my favorite parts of, of, of the work I do. And, and it hasn't until now really been measured. Well, we're actually working on our, our software and our tools right now to measure impact, um, on a scale in a scalable way, which I'm very excited about. And yeah. And, and we're looking at impact in multiple ways. We're looking at first impact from the leader and the visionary who's been designing, who wanted to design this community in the first place. Like, what was your vision? How is that? How now that the vision is coming forward and coming to life, how is that impacting you, right? In your own growth, in your own personal development. One thing I didn't mention, Jake, I have a, I have a master's in counseling. And, um, and so a lot of my work really revolves around looking as at us as individuals who are brave enough to say yes to a vision and say yes to growing a movement. Right. And so, um, so I want to be paying attention and measuring the impact of growing these movements and these, these impact driven businesses in such a way that it's impacting us first and foremost as leaders. So I'm paying attention to the return on impact there. What is, how are we growing from our emotional intelligence perspective? How are we growing in terms of our, you know, our, um, our ability to fully feel um, joy and, 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 um, and, and really grow in those, in that, in that way. And then we're going to look at the impact on the people that we serve, right? The people we serve through working for us in our companies, and then also the people that we serve as customers and clients. And what is the, what is the uh, qualitative data showing there? What, meaning what are, what, how is their, li- how are their lives improved? What are they doing uh, qualitatively what, from what they're saying um, to, to see a difference in their lives? And then also quantitatively, how can we start measuring their own EQ, right? Their own emotional intelligence. And because that, because of the community that they've, they're, they're a part of. And then from there, as we know, every single one of us, when we create transformation and change in our lives, we can't help but have a ripple effect on the other people around us lives, right? So looking at what is the return on the impact from a more global perspective as well, and how many lives are we really changing because of the work that we're all doing to make this world a better place with our businesses. So yeah, that's the stuff that gets me so pumped up. I'm like, wow. What if we can do more of that? Let's go do that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's real, real deep. Um, but the, <laughs> the impact is very, very profound. Um, uh, thank you for sharing that. I, uh, who, uh, who are the ideal people really for the, the, the you support and that you work with? I mean, if, if somebody sat there thinking this, I'm really interested in this and, and I can see clearly the tangible benefits as well as the, um, if you like the intangibles, um, who listening to this right now would, would be yeah. ideal to, to, that you would kind of say, yeah, this is, this is definitely the route forward for you. Yes. Great question. So we work with, you know, my company has been around for a while, so we have really worked with companies, you know, size of one person, um, through companies, the size of, you know, 30 to 40 people, um, on their teams. And, but the, the common denominator in working with us that feel that really, you know, will not just create a lot of success for you, but also makes it really fun for us to work with you is that you have a vision to create transformation in this world. 
whether yeah. the transformation is an internal one-on-one transformation, you want to have community to help bring you the right leads. Uh, maybe you're a coach and you're really wanting to support people in their weight loss journey or their, um, their health journey or their, their, their relationships. There's a way in which we can work with you. And then we also are now working um, with um, companies that are creating Netflix specials and um, we're in the travel industry, you know, working in resorts um, and just redesigning communities in, you know, in that kind of a capacity capacity as well. So why I've, and, and why I can say that, uh, that we work with all of these individuals is because I have a team of, of incredibly passionate um, community architects that I have had the pleasure of mentoring over the years that have joined forces with me <laughs> um, to really expand out our ability to serve more people. Um, we really all were impacted significantly um, by the stories we were hearing of businesses closing left, right, and center. And we, it broke our hearts. And so we you know, we brought our gifts and our talents together. We, you know, in, internally, we call ourselves the Avengers of the community world <laughs> to create, to create more communities that are human focused and, and humanity and heartbeats focused first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we are proud to be able to do that. I love that. Such a wide range of, of industries and um, size of business and, and, and such as well. Um, the potential is huge. I, maybe, maybe a silly question, but on the, the total flip side, it, it, it might be a very obvious question, but who who would that not be for? Who, who are the type of people that you almost would suggest maybe don't build a community or shouldn't build a community? Well, that's a good question. If you're, if someone here is focused more on, you know, tactics first and foremost, we won't probably work well together. I'm going to invite, um, and, my, and my team invites us into the, the conversation of you, First and foremost, you know, um, you as a leader, who do you want to be? How do you want to serve? How do you want to show up in this? Because that is all your community becomes a reflection of you. So if that is not something that you're willing to do, or you are interested in doing, then we probably won't work well together. Um, and, um, I think there, I mean, the industries that I, I've, I've, I've come into that haven't been as great of fits, I would say if it's more of like a, um, if the business model is based on like a commodity um, without any type of like experience where community would be aligned in, then we probably wouldn't work well together. Right. Um, So, or if you're brand new, brand new, brand new to building a business, it's not time for us to, to work together. We, we work really well with coaches and entrepreneurs who have already created an offer that feels good. You know, maybe it's a one-to-one offer, maybe it's um, a group offer, um, but it feels good. And you're able to start selling. You're seeing that people are buying it. Then that's when we want to scale that and bring more people in front of your programs and your products and services to be able to, to claim opportunity with you, right. To, to encourage, you know, to, to, to work with you. So, but if, but if you're still trying to figure out your offer, it's, it's too early to work with us at that point. Sure. Sure. So, um, read, read, read a bit between the lines, ultimately, aside from the commodity uh, side and the, 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 the new business side, 
if, if people don't have um you, you want you want to you want to work with people i do that that are, that are, are here to do good in the world ultimately and they yes. see the benefit of you know whether they whether they are a one person like a kind of a one man or, or woman band and they're doing this on their own or if they're, if they're a big company you're looking at people that really want to have an impact beyond just how much money did i make at the end of this month it's a really a case of how many people can i reach and how much impact can i have um around the world that's would that be a, kind of a, a fair to say that's great. yes absolutely that's absolutely fair to say and yeah so if you're wanting to work with you know five people um one-on-one clients community isn't going to be necessarily for you either. Right. Um, you'll want to, you'll want to focus on that. Um, and that's a very simple business model. The community aspect is for those who are really ready to reach more people and create more impact in the world with their message. For sure. I love that. I love that. Thank you. What's the, what's the kind of the next step for somebody listening now, where would you recommend that they go? What, what kind of would be the first resource or tool that you could offer um, somebody to get more from this? Oh, great question. Well, you know, I would love to give everybody access to our checklist. Um, this is really a, an opportunity to understand what I call, we haven't even spoken about this, but it's what I've, I designed after creating over a hundred, uh, six and seven figure, um, revenue generating communities, uh, online. Those are all the online ones. And I designed this thing called the profitable community paradigm. Um, and I, I'm, I would love to give everyone access to a training that teaches you about the profitable community paradigm and then gives you an opportunity to audit where you're at with creating your community, right? And you'll be able to, at the end of that, have access to um, jumping on a call to better understand how, how you can actually do this and move this forward um, for yourself. So I would absolutely love for everybody to take, take advantage of the profitable community uh, paradigm checklist and audit self audit so that you can, you can see where you are and, and how, and what your next steps would be if you were to design your community. That sounds great. Thank you so much for that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to check this out as well. Where, where can people go uh, if they want to, to get access to that, the, uh, the checklist and the, the self-audit to really understand how far along they are in this journey and potentially have a conversation with you or somebody in the team as well. Yes, absolutely. So the best way to do that would go to createcellimpact.com forward slash influence. So createcellimpact.com forward slash influence and you'll get access to that checklist and the training. I love that. Thank you. We will, we will link to that in the show notes. So createcellimpact.com forward slash influence. Thank you, by the way, for dropping in influence, uh, Marisha. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that as a, as a nod to the podcast. So this is, this is literally just for people listening to the show um, that, that we've got this, uh, this special link for you. Uh, I'll put the link in, in, in the show notes. And, and again, thank you for that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to circle back to that in just a few moments. I know we're, we're a little push for time, um, but I, I want to squeeze every every minute out of, of this if possible. So, Marisha, what, I'm, what I may do um, just before we wrap up this uh, is, is just go through some quick fire questions. Um, okay. They don't have to be quick fire answers, but I, I like to just ask our guests some of these. Are you happy for me to dive in with a couple of those questions? Yes, absolutely. Let's go. Thank that sounds you. fun. Um, do you have, is there an, maybe an unusual habit or routine or practice that you have that you just couldn't live without that that maybe is a bit different to what most other people would do on a daily basis oh (laughs) 
I love that question. Um, I would say the first one that popped, I'm sure I have more than this actually, but the first one that popped in was when my daughter, I have three daughters, uh, it currently ages 13, nine and seven. And one of the things that we love doing together every day is have a dance party. We kind of end our day with dance parties. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it just brings us together. It's our bonding activity for the day. And it really does, you know, I don't know. I just love it. I I know at some point they're all going to be like, ew, mom, I don't want to dance. And so I'm totally making sure that that we're, we're, you know, stretching this out as long as I can. I'm seeing it yeah. already in my 13 year old. She's like, mm, not sure about She's this. Anymore. A bit on the fence. Is this, <laughs> is, is there like a specific time of day? Is that when everybody's finished school or work yes. or it, could, yeah. did it just randomly happen? Well, it definitely randomly happens on the weekends, but for during the, the school week, it is usually at the end of the day when we're all done, when I'm done with work and they're done with their, their, uh, their school day, then yeah. we'll just throw on some good music uh, and, and just start dancing. And just have a blast. Currently, the song of choice is We Don't Talk About Bruno. I've literally listened to that song no less than 800 times. And um, I know every word. And so we dance and sing, actually. We don't talk about Bruno. I need to listen. I don't know the song. You're going to... um... Oh, we'll have to put it in the show notes, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll put that in there. We don't talk about Bruno, right? That's... uh... I'm, the, the reason that I love that is I've, I've spoken with people before and I'm, I'm very keen on um, kind of like a, I know people have a morning routine. I, I really like to have an end of day routine where I mm. know that that's the transition, especially after working at home in lockdown. I've, yeah. That's the transition between I finish work, laptops closed and all these other things and something specific happens for them, me to, to know that I'm moving into kind of uh, non-work mode and relax mode. So the right. dancing... I, uh, I think that's a great a great um, suggestion for people listening. If uh, um, <laughs> I, I love that, the fact you do it with you with your three three daughters as well is great. Thank um, you. Who who for you uh, over the well, I guess through the course of your life really, but who close or distant? So it could be somebody that you know, it could be somebody that you've maybe never met, um, has been maybe the most influential person on your growth or direction. Mm, gosh, that's a really hard question. Um, there's so many, the one that comes to mind, um, and this, this could be a whole other episode at some point if you wanted, but, um, I had the pleasure of getting to know, uh, Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers neighborhood before he passed away. Um, he actually was an alumni of my university. Really? He was. And, um, I met him as a freshman coming in my first year, my first year at Rollins college. And, um, that was probably one of the most impactful moments of my life because as he turned, he he basically was over at the top of the hill where the bookstore was. And I was walking into the bookstore, like, like, you know, a normal freshman would do. And I saw this elderly gentleman leaning over tying his shoe and his back was turned to me and he had this cute little sweater on. And I just simply asked, Hey, may I help you? May I help you get up? He was, it looked like he was having a little bit of a hard time. Well, he turned his head to me and smiled and it was Mr. Rogers. And all of a sudden I, I reverted back to being a five-year-old little girl (laughs) looking at Mr. Rogers and being like, Mr. Rogers. And he was like, Oh, hello. (laughs) And I, I will just never forget that moment. It, It became real to me 
how important it was to feel like there was a sense of belonging. It was because when I, that was the first show that I ever, um, I ever had watched as a, you know, when we moved to the United States from mm-hmm. the Philippines. And so it was, and I felt very much out of place here in the U S and so, right. uh, he was, he was a big part of helping me feel like I belong somewhere. So I would say him and uh, there's more, more to that story, but maybe we could do another episode another time. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm already looking at the next one. So yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, okay. Mr. Rogers, let's, uh, so the final question is again, I know we've, uh, we had a few tech, so for anybody listening, we had a few tech issues at the start, but uh, any time uh, Marusha with you is, is always valuable time. I'm always learning loads. So I, I appreciate that we've, uh, we've been able to do this. Um, Thanks, final question. I ask this to everybody that comes on the show um, and I'd love to get your, your thoughts as well. The title of the, the, the show is influence. What does the word influence mean to you? Ooh, great question. I think influence means um, recognizing the responsibility that we have as leaders to make an impact because every single time any of us and, and, and owning that responsibility um, because anytime that we each um, choose to open our mouths is an opportunity to influence somebody else. In fact, uh, today I was, I had shared a post on Facebook and on Instagram uh, about about this wa- a bottle of wine that's named Marusha from oh, from wow. Spain. Yeah, I just found it, and I was I was sharing about my name, and it was this whole post. And someone in the post was it was a woman who I had known in high school, and she said, "You have have influenced me." She's like, "I'll never forget the day that uh, we were in that." I speak about my drama teacher in ninth grade in yeah. in that post, and he, she's like, I, "I'll never forget the day being in that class with you when." when you realize how beautiful your name was because our drama teacher, you know, kind of uh, wouldn't stop talking about my name. And then, and then later in that class, I said something here. I said, I said something to the effect of your role, you're, you were doing perfect in your role. Your role today was being a tree and you, you were the best tree I've ever seen or something, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds like the most insane comment. And she said, uh, but to be truthful, that was one of the most impactful comments of my, of my career in, in acting. And she was an actress for many, many years um, and really helped helped me significantly. And, and I thought about like, okay, there's influence right there. We don't know yeah. what we're saying, but when we say it from that space of essence, the place that, that we really are outside of the how and how much productivity that we have to do to get done in a day, and we're just being present with the essence of who we are and come from that place, then that's when we can create massive influence in the world. So I love that your podcast is named Influence, one of my favorite words. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And, and that, again, is a big reason why I was keen to have you on, because the work that you do with communities and building communities and and helping you know people who have such who, who desire to have and already have such great impact in the world to influence more. Um, it felt like a natural fit. And I'm sure that our audience have had loads of value from the, 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 the session today uh, and from the, the interview today. So just just remind for everybody who's who's listening, where can they go to get more more information about you, Marusha, and and the first steps to potentially building or growing their community? Great. Love that question. Yes, definitely go to createcellimpact.com forward slash influence. And what I have there for you is a, a very, very 
concise training. It's about 13 minutes to understand how do you design community from this model that we've been talking about today? And how do you do that for yourself? And you'll have an opportunity to do an audit as well of your own experiences right now and where they and how they land for you as you move into the direction of designing a community with your with your business. Perfect. Thank you so much. I think that's a, a just the, the perfect place to, to, to wrap up. So Marusha, I want to thank you once again for joining us on the show. I do hope that you'll be able to join us again uh, in the future as well. Yes. Thank you so much, Jake. I truly appreciate that. And I would absolutely love to do that. Amazing. Thank you. For everybody that's been listening, um, do go ahead and connect with uh, Marusha. We, we will link to createcellimpact.com forward slash influence in the show notes and also to Marusha on social media as well. So if you'd like to connect with her there, I'm sure that you will. Um, then we'll put all the links in the show notes. Thank you all for being with us. Marusha, thank you again for your time. It's very much appreciated. Certainly don't take that for granted. And for everybody listening, um, get out there, impact more, influence more, and we will see you in the next episode. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.